if you could grab your Bibles, um, turn to the book of Luke. I love this. Um, the title of this message has two titles. It's Ready, Set, Go for 09 or Whatever It Takes. And uh, don't you love that? We uh, uh, um, had uh, Pastor Jude Fuquay speak all week, just a powerful, powerful uh, preacher. Um, he, he raised Judah Smith. They started their youth group with five people, and Judah was, was one of the young guys in their church. He was, it was, it was Judah and his two sisters and two other people, and that was their youth group. And uh, the preacher, Jude, said he just preached every week. He just preached as hard as he could. He yelled, and they, he said that they, um, they'd be standing there and uh, he'd just be, there'd be five kids, just, and he'd just be screaming at them, you know, do this, this is what God is, God is this, and, and they'd just be like that. And then someone put their hand up and said, can you stop yelling, please? And it, there's only five of us. And uh, and then he was preaching another time, and his microphone like, wasn't even plugged, and they didn't even matter because only five people. And uh, But they grew. Um, they grew from five, I think, in their youth mission, it was over 2,000 in like 10 years. Um, and, and he's saying, don't, don't worry about small beginnings. Don't, don't even, don't even, don't even think about, you know, this is that and whatever. And, uh, he went to a, um, a youth, this is Pastor Jude Fuquay, went to a, a pastor's lunch in America. And, uh, he, in America, he's a kind of a big deal. He got offered, a uh, $100,000 or something to be a youth pastor. In America, with with a high school pastor and a and a junior pastor and all this kind of deal, hundred thousand dollars to to lead this youth group, and he turned it down. And said, "No, nah, you know that's that's very good, but that's not where I'm going." And uh, he went to this youth conference, and he took the job with um with Judah's church. Judah Smith's dad was the pastor of the church, and he took that job. And Judah was in the five, and he went to a youth leaders lunch, and uh, they they sitting around all these youth pastors, and they. The, the speaker said, all right, we're going to go around and introduce yourselves to you, blah, blah, blah. And um, Hammy's in your youth group. And these guys from Texas go, yeah, praise Jesus, I got 400 in my my youth group. And everyone would clap and applaud. And, and then other people go, Hammy, you got in your youth group. Here you go, I got a 1,000, bless God. And people go, yeah, 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 yeah. And then it's, here's Pastor Jude, who was actually a keynote speaker of America in that time. And uh, they said, hey, Pastor Jude, how many have you got in your youth ministry? He goes, I got five. And the, the, he said the room just went dead quiet. And he was, you know, he totally said he felt the, um, you know, everyone judging him and looking at him saying, well, what's wrong with you? What are you doing wrong? What, what's the deal here? And he said, you know what? I just got these five kids and I trained them and I developed them. And no matter what happened, I just, just kept preaching and kept preaching and kept and believed God that what God said would happen would actually happen. And now I think they've got one of the biggest youth things there. It's just awesome to hear this guy's story, which is phenomenal. So if you've got your Bibles, Luke 12, verse 1. If you have your Bibles, wave your Bibles. Chapter 12, verse 1. In the meantime, when an innumerable multitude of people had gathered together so that they trampled one another. This is Jesus. It says, in the meantime... When an innumerable multitude of people had gathered together. Isn't that funny that when Jesus goes somewhere, an innumerable multitude of people follow? And it's like, I, I, I think Jesus is boring. Well, when I read about Jesus in the Bible, everywhere he went, totally everywhere he went, 
like thousands and thousands of people will just follow him wherever he goes. And it's like, why would they follow him if he was some boring religious teacher slash, you know, boring, old, grey, coloured, long-haired, bearded, hippie kind of guy, like they wouldn't. No, and, and there's stories in the Bible where people, you know, three days walk to, to get to where Jesus is. And they, they take the whole family on a three days walk to go where Jesus is because Jesus is incredible. And when you meet Jesus, it's the, the greatest thing you can ever do. And, and, and it says an innumerable multitude, like they're, they're unnumberable. Like how many people? I don't know, just people everywhere. People everywhere just listening to what Jesus Christ was saying. And we have this perception in church that God is this, you know, I might come to church because I don't know, I don't know if God really, you know, when, when I read the Bible, it's like God is amazing. God is incredible. God's this big, colorful, powerful thing that, that if Jesus Christ was actually on the earth right now walking around, then if he was here, then we'd have like the whole of Australia right here, right now, because there'd be people just everywhere because he's not this boring kind of guy. And this year, uh, I, I was really praying about this message, God, what, what do you want me to say? And I really felt that this is like a start of the year kind of message. Like, don't let this year be like every other year that's just sort of faded into other, like from 06 and then 07 is no different to 06. Then 07 was no different to 08. And I really believe that we need to um, actually take a stand and, and get in our mind. And, and, and actually, the Bible says to change the way you think by the renewing of your mind. And, and as we go through life, our, our perception of God and of actually who He is sometimes can be really good. And then, and then it sort of goes down when stuff happens in your life and, and you, you know, it goes down. And the Bible says to renew your mind and to um, think big and to act big and to live big and to that, that let this year not be like any other years, but let this year be the start of something in your life that makes it the greatest year you've ever had. Let this year be the best year that you've, you can, it can possibly be. And uh, I've got some things tonight, uh, today, because I've never actually preached in the morning on a Sunday before. So I've never actually said today. I've always preached on a Friday night or a Sunday night. So, except for once, I was at Garth's school and I preached at 8.30 in the morning. And I, 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 don't, I, don't, I don't even think I was up, really. I was just there. And uh, I've got 10 things today that, uh, you know, we, we, I really believe, and I was praying down at my gen, there's this one night when um, it was just really powerful. They had an anointing service, and they wanted to anoint you, to empower you, to, to go out. And this year, my heart is totally about developing and training young people. Totally. Totally about developing and training leaders, growing leaders, releasing leaders, you know. And God really challenged me. And I was praying this one night and, um, and my hands raised and all the stuff. And, and, uh, and I said, God, I really am believing that this year, God, you're actually going to do powerful stuff. And I was praying, God... Whatever it takes, God, whatever it takes, I, I'm there, God. Whatever you want me to do, I'm telling you, I, I am there, you know, whatever. I'll lay everything down. And, and I remember God gave me this one thought and, uh, I thought, oh my gosh. And, and I, I said, God, I really am praying about stuff. And, and God gave me this 
thought that what we, I haven't, I've told Julie, but what we're going to do this year in youth, which is just freaks me right out. And uh, I said, God, I, I automatically, you know when it's God because it's bigger than what you would think and it's bigger than what you would actually do. And who, I, I, I've never wanted to be one of those guys that just always cruise and just, you know, just seem to cruise. And yeah, I'll do this. Oh, I might go there. Now, I always want to be the guy that's just a little bit scared and always the guy that's pushing himself that little bit further. It's like, uh, and, and I hear all these great preachers saying, all I do is I just push myself just that little bit. And I never gave up. And I always, and um, God, God really laid on my heart this, this, uh, this vision that I have for 09 with the youth. And I had my hands raised in worship, just, just, just weeping and crying, saying, God, I'm scared about this. I, I don't think I can do this, God. I, I, you know, and, um, it's going to be awesome. And, uh, you know, I, those, you know, we need to be those guys that, that just don't cruise. We need to always be fighting and, and going that little bit further. And the average, everybody is average. Average is average. Most people are average. That's why it's called average. And it doesn't take much for you just to step forward and go, you know what? I'm going to be the guy that believes. I'm going to be the guy that says it can happen. I'm going to be the guy that sacrifices bits and pieces that can actually do it. And the first thing uh, of 10 things that, um, 10 ways that we can uh, start 09 really well, number one is always look on the bright side of life. Always. Is that awesome? Tash, do you like that one? Always look on the bright side. And uh, when stuff goes wrong this year, don't worry about it. It's not as bad as what it could be. You know, it's, it's not as tragic as what you think it is. Always look on the bright side. Hey, I just, um, my house just burnt down. Well, don't worry. It's totally insured. It's going to be awesome. You'll get a bigger house back. Um, you know, all the old stuff gets replaced as new because the insurance policy is just ridiculously good. You know, always look. And you know, there's some people that always look on the, 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 the bad side. I hate those people. Those people, and you say, hey, do you reckon I could, um, what do you reckon? We want to do this in church or this in youth, and we want to get this and do that. And then, and then you hear this back, ah, oh, nah, no way. That, that's a bad idea. I don't think that's ever going to happen. It's like, oh, I steer clear of those. I see them in church and I just try and do stuff like this to, to, you know, always look on the bright side. Number two, keep the big picture in focus. Don't be looking at the little things. You know, oh, this is bad and that's bad. And that's but yeah, no, no, no. You don't understand. This is the big picture. And it's like you fix your eyes on the big picture. This is where we're going. We're building this church. We're raising leaders. We're empowering leaders. We're building this house. And that's the big picture. And it's like, oh, but, but this isn't right. And that's not right. And he did this. And she said that. And I don't like this person. And this person doesn't like me. And they said that I'm this. And it's like, hang on. Just, whoa, whoa, whoa. Get, get your head up there and focus your life and your attention, your energy on the big picture. Who knows what I'm saying? I don't like people that focus all their attention on the little stuff. We need little stuff done right. Don't get me wrong, but the people that spend all, all of what they do, everything of what they do focused on that. Well, 
uh, the music was good, but the, the drum mic wasn't on, so it was just horrible. I don't know how we put up with it. It's just ridiculous. And I could hear everything crystal except for that little hi-hat, and it's like, call the whole church off. This is ridiculous. You know, bright side, big picture. Number three, when in doubt, just believe. Totally. Who knows that when, when you're cynical and critical and judgmental, you're unhappy. You're not even... You, you're not happy. You, you're inside. You just always think something's wrong, and this person's that, and this person's that. And when in doubt, just believe. I've worked out that when I believe, when I just let it go and go, yeah, woo, I have more fun. When, when I just like Gail, Gail's awesome. When I just go, it's going to be awesome. Don't worry, we're going to do it. I don't care what anyone's thinking. Yeah, you know, you know, uh, people who live in doubt aren't happy people. Everything's a problem. Everything's an issue. Everything's a, oh, this, you know, blah, blah, blah. But when in doubt, hey, just believe. Awesome. Number four, understand that things are as, never as bad as they seem. Well, I kind of did that on number one, but they may be worse. And you know what? Keep your sense of humor. When, when things go bad, and when you rock up to your house and it's just a pile of burning rubble, just go, wow. Well, at least my grass looks really nice, and at least that's pretty good, and wow. And I don't know, but uh, number five, every day brings another opportunity. Isn't that good news? Every day. And it's like, well, yesterday didn't happen for me. Well, praise God, because tomorrow it might happen for you. And, uh, we, you know, this generation especially is full of people that just at the first sign of trouble, the first sign of something going bad, they run and hide and quit and give up, run for the hills, oh my gosh, it's raining, you know, um, never quit, never give up. You know, every day brings another opportunity. It, just because it didn't happen yesterday doesn't mean that it's not going to happen today. And Jilly, that's pretty much, Jilly's got an amazing message about nearly that. Hey, Jill, nearly. Eyes big, don't say anything, God. But um, every day, get up and try again. It didn't work this time, tomorrow it might. We, di- we didn't get it this time, but the next week we might. And how many people try something, didn't work, quit? And it's like, well, did you really try? Yeah, I gave it all, all for that whole day. I did everything I possibly could. And it's like... Yeah, okay, what, what are we doing today? Nothing, I'm over, I'm quitting, it's too hard. Um, no, no, every day, try again. You couldn't do it, yes, every day, try again, try again, try again. Number six, I love this one, keep your life simple. Hello? Keep your life simple. And how many people are around there that you see and they're just like headless chickens running around? I'm here, I'm there, I'm here, I'm there, I'm here, I'm there. I can't do this, I can't do that, I'm lost. And they do a whole lot of stuff, but don't get anything done. Who knows what I'm saying? Like Pastor was saying, we need to have a break. We need to work hard, but we need to have a break. We need to, you know, stay up late, but also get up early. And do, you know, keep your life simple. All the stuff that's making your life cluttered, and, and 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 confusing. Hey, just don't do that. Just just simple. You know what I'm saying? We um, me and Julie just went came back from camping for a couple of weeks. And do you know what I love about camping? It's just back to basics. No TV, no power. And uh, every night we just sat out under the stars, watched the sun just slowly go down. It was beautiful. 
And uh, do you know what I'm saying? You need that time just of doing nothing, keeping your life simple, clear your head, get a fresh vision, get a fresh start. You, you know, at the start of the year, you have to have a clear head. You can't go, well, I'm still tied up back in 08. You know, Jesus Christ, was on, when he was on the cross, said, it is finished. Like there's a, there's a finish and then there's a start. It is finished. 08 is finished. Like whatever went wrong in 08, it's 09 now. So it doesn't, doesn't matter. It's a, it's a brand new start. And so we can't have things holding us back from 08 thinking it'll never happen. I'm trapped there when it's like, no, it, it stops in 08 and it starts in 09. We need to have a start the year off well. If you start well, you finish well. We need to, we need to have a clear head, uh, be relaxed, you know, be, be energized because this is going to be incredible. Keep your life simple, which is really my life is simple. It's just in my house. It's awesome, tiny. Number seven, never base decisions on assumptions. Yeah. Oh, I just feel that God's moving me on. I just feel that this church isn't where I'm supposed to be. I just feel, it's like, no, hang on. Hang on. God says be planted in the house. Plant yourself in the house. He doesn't say, like, if, if, it, if, it's, if one Sunday service is just not that great and someone didn't say hello to you that expected they would, well, how about you just go to the church? And go, no, 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 no. God says um, stay in the house. Stay in the church. That This place, and I, I'm convinced that this is my home. This is my church. You know, I, I, I'm convinced that the youth of this place, I'll be, you know, I, I'll give it the next 10, 15 years easy of my life, easy. So I love it. I like, God has called me here. God doesn't call you to somewhere and go, all right, well, you're here, but then next week there's no guitarist or next week, whatever, this is a bit hard. I'm going to move on. I just don't feel like God wants me. No, no, God wants you here. God doesn't want you to leave and, and rock and roll all over the other place. God, you know, likes that you're here and says, be planted in this house, find yourself in this house, serve in this house, be on a roster in this house, do amazing things in this house. Don't get a little bit fed up and go, ah, oh, I'm over it, I'm gone. Tim Pedley looks like a lumberjack, I'm out of here. You know, no, no, which is awesome, Tim. Lumberjack caught and he wants his beard back, incredible. Um, Tim Pedley hasn't shaved in a lot. How long, Tim? Like this morning, he shaved, I think, and uh, love it. I haven't shaved since mid-October. I, I promise you, NASA, I'm not even joking. Mid-October, and uh, I'm going to give it another two weeks to see where it goes. And uh, if it if it doesn't do what I think, it probably will. I'm getting rid of it. <sighs> anyway, and. Uh, People did notice, though. This time when I was at my gen, people were, oh, look at you. And I go, yeah, you know it. I'm like a man now. Um, but um, Tim Pedley, just stand up, show everyone that amazing, proud crown of flaming red hair. That's incredible. <laughs> Flame, it's a proud crown of flaming red hair. It's awesome. Right? It's for you, Jesse. Um, number eight. Don't look at how things were or are. Look at how they can be. Okay? Is that an awesome one? That's what a leader is. A leader is someone who doesn't look how it is now. That, that now, now it might be in a shambles. Whoa, it's, it's really bad. Fine. But don't look at how the, the thing, they were or they are right now. But look at how they can be. 
this place has got to be incredible. This place is going to be filled with young people every Friday night and every Sunday, filled with people every Sunday. There's, you have know, events and, and stuff and, 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 and just people, cars coming in all the time. It's, you know, it's getting bigger and better and stronger. And, and who, who knows that? You don't look at, you know, the, the problem with this church is never say that. Never say, oh, this is, that. and if they did this, no, 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 no. Don't look at how they are now. Look through eyes of faith of how they are going to be. You know, do it yourself. Take the initiative and go, well, I'm going to change this. If I don't like it like that, and I don't think that's the best way to do it, I'm going to talk to Katrina first and make sure that's okay, and then and then I'm going to go and do it. I just don't think that back wall should be that color. I'm seeing like a, like a bright kind of, I don't, I don't know, yellow, and uh, I've got heaps of paints. So I'm just going to paint it. No, don't do that um, because we will ask you to leave, and... Uh, We'll pray for you in another church down the road. And you can paint that church yellow. But then they won't. Number nine, build a think tank of big thinkers around you. Surround yourself with people just like you. Don't, um, Don't hang out with losers. Looking at you, Luke. No, I'm not. Don't, don't hang out with, um, people that, you know, um, aren't like you. So you say, hey, I'm believing God for, 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 for 200 souls this year. And it's like, whatever. You think your church is going to get 200 people come through the doors and actually make a decision to live for God? You're dreaming. Mate, you are crazy. And it's like, no, no, I want to hang out with guys that go, 200? What are you? What are you, a moron? I want a thousand. I, I want, you know, or, or I want, the, what are you, serious? I love hanging out with guys. When I say something, they, they look at me and they go, what are you, what are you only 200? Well, yeah, well, that, 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 that's like the first you know, couple of weeks. I mean, yeah, I like, I'm, you know, a thousand, obviously. I mean, you know, no, hang, hang out with, with people that are big thinkers and, and don't waste your life and don't get ripped down. You know how much easier it is to rip someone down than it is to actually pull people up? And, and unfortunately, in this society, people uh, pull people down rather than lift them up. And it's like this insecurity thing of, well, I don't want you to, to, to be gr- think you're greater than I am. And, and, um, and that's what I loved about this conference with, with James. James Murray definitely is a man who is not intimidated by man or whatever. He treated everybody totally, totally the same, totally treated this guy to that guy, totally the same. Just a, such a, an amazing thing when you can hang out with people that are big thinkers and then, and then, and do you know what happens? You walk away and you go, yeah, yeah, I think I can get a thousand. Wow, I, you're right. I, 200 was too small. I, you know, and, and your world gets enlarged. Just surround yourself this year. Make a point of it. I'm not going to hang out with someone who pulls me down. I'm not going to. I'm not going to go and do that because I know that they're not who I should be hanging around. Who knows what I'm saying? Surround yourself with big thinkers and big. You know, if you're a great surfer, who who do you hang out with? You hang out with Luke Boyd. If you're a, a great guitarist, you hang out with great guitarists. If you're who knows what I'm saying? If you're a dancer, you hang out with great dancers. If you're a great surfer, you don't want to go and hang out with Bill Gates because it's like the two aren't the same and it's not going to happen. You'll be talking about wax and fins and leg ropes and he'll be talking about, well, I don't know what he'll be talking about because I don't hang around, you know. But who knows what I'm saying? 
hang around people that are going to encourage your gift. And gonna, you are born to preach. You are born to lead worship. You are born to write songs. No, you're not. You, you, you think you're born to write songs? You're crazy. You're ridiculous. That's never going to happen for you. Now, hang on. i got to ditch that crowd really fast. Because you know what? Whatever my, when I get to 50, if I've, you know, my life, it, 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 whatever price I've paid, it, you know, I've lost myself in the 50 because I'm nowhere near 50. But, um, whatever, I, whenever I get down the road, whatever I've done with my life, that's, that's what it's going to be. If I've, if I've decided that I'm going to hang out with people and actually be a big thinker, then when I'm 50, I'm going to actually be there. But if I, one of those guys go, well, it never can be done. It's never going to be right. I'm never going to do it. Everything's negative. This house is stupid. I can't believe this. Blah, blah, blah. When I get to 50, I'm going to be negative, sad, lonely. You know, your life is your, your choice. Whichever way you want to go, it's totally up to you. Nobody's pointing and saying you can't do this. The only person that limits you is actually you. God doesn't limit you. God doesn't say, hey, I've borne you to do this. No, 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 no. God says, you know, everything, nothing will be impossible for you. Well, hang on. No, God, you don't understand. My friends say that this isn't going to happen. No, hang on. Surround yourself with a big bunch of thinkers. I love hanging out Pastor Phil and Julie. All these guys are just big thinkers. Just, just, you think this, and they go, no, it's too small. Yeah, you're right, it is too small. Number 10. Whoa. Now, this is actually, there's 11. So there's 11 things, and this is number 10. Be a risk taker and imagine what can be done if you just believe. Like Winston Churchill, no matter what comes at me, it's going to happen. You know, where the, the whole city is saying, you're crazy. Chris, you're crazy. It's not going to happen. You go, no, hang on. Imagine if Winston Churchill said, yeah, you're right. Guys, you're, you're right. It's, it's not going to happen. And, um, and, and you people who, who, you know, no, but he didn't. Winston Churchill stood on defiance in the top of the roof, shouting at the planes as Hitler flew them over. So he's saying, you'll never beat us. You'll never beat us. You'll never beat us. Who knows what I'm saying? You know, uh, we can't let, you know, these, these, and uh, we can't let these small-minded people dictate to us and let us, you know, be pulled down. Like Winston Churchill, we need to rise to the occasion. So come on, this is going to happen regardless. And do you know what happens? The people that, um, uh, actually pulling you down when you get there oh you're incredible i knew you were going to do that you're amazing i always knew there's something different about you you you, uh, you just had it all over you from the start and it's like oh. do you know what i'm saying when you get there those people that pulled you down just love you and they praise you and that well not that actually no well no not that i want people to praise me or anything do you know what i'm saying but it's but it's the people that that say one thing, and then when you actually take the stand and you go and you do it and you get there, they honour you for it because you know everybody wants to be a person that takes the stand. Everybody wants to be the guy that says, "You know what? Regardless of opposition, we're going there." Is that good? Number eleven. This is the last one. Don't be afraid of failure. The greatest wisdom you'll get will be when you try, fail, and then add to your wisdom. Is that awesome? I stepped out, but it didn't happen. Try again. Uh, I, 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 I put everything I had into it, and it didn't work. Well, now you know next time what you won't do. Well, this time I did it like this and, and just nothing. Yeah, well, what did you do wrong? Well, I did this wrong. Well, don't do that next time. Who knows what I'm saying? And I was reading a um, Phil Pringle book about this inventor. I forget who it was, and he failed his way to success. He, he failed something like 290,000 times. I think it was maybe Edison. Yeah, 
Don't know. Edison? Light bulb? Anybody? Failed his way to success. Just couldn't do it, couldn't do it, couldn't do it. Just, you know, it's like a process of, of elimination. Well, that didn't work, so I won't do that. That didn't work, so I won't do that. You know, there's nothing. Who, who said there's anything wrong with failing? The only thing wrong with failing is if you don't get up and try again. Who knows what I'm saying? It's true. Is that good? <sighs> Everything is possible with God. Everything is possible with God. And you know, in the last um, five minutes of this, this message, if I could maybe get Jill to come up and play. In, in Matthew 16, verse 18, And also I say to you that you are Peter, and on this rock I will build my church, and the gates of hell shall not prevail against it. Do you know what? In 2009, let this place, let this church, let this house be your number one focus. Build this house. Jesus Christ, when he came to us, says, you know what, guys? I want you to build this house. And, and you know what? We can connect ourselves with God in the most powerful. Jesus says, I will build my church and nothing will come. Nothing will be able to overpower it. Is that the most awesome thing you've ever heard? Who wants to be involved in building and growing and enlarging something that Jesus Christ said, you know what, no matter what happens, this will win. No matter what happens, this is going to be the place that still is standing at the end of the day. And Jesus said, I will build my church. God will build his church and the gates of hell won't prevail against it. And um, very quickly, because I believe church is a place where people can come and experience breakthrough in their life, experience prayers being answered, experience God in their worlds. Who knows what I'm saying? I believe in church. I found my call in church. I found my wife in church. I found my 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 vision in church. Church is, is a place to me where dreams can come alive. It's not a place where I, I got to go there. Now, hang on. If I didn't have church in my world, my world would be totally different. Totally the opposite of where I am right now. I fully believe that church is a place where people can come and get healed, come and get set free, come and come and have stuff broken, find friendships, find friends, find partners, find their call. That's so why I said the start. Whatever it takes to build this house, whatever it takes to build this house. I mean, it doesn't matter if I fail. I'm going to do it again. It doesn't matter if I, I this happens. I'm going to do it again. You know what? And, you know, and we, we need to, at the start of 09, get our focus that this year I'm going to build God's house. I'm going to build this house. I'm going to come and serve. I'm going to come and be here. Every week I'm going to be here. Whether it's mum's birthday or whether Jesus is coming back. No, I'm kidding. Whether, um, you know, Jesus comes back then, I'll probably go as well. But um, maybe. I don't know, Emily. Hopefully my beard looks awesome um let this house be 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 your you know don't you know don't rip the house down don't say oh you know the problem with these pastors is don't do that these guys are amazing you guys are incredible we're at a brand new day and this year is going to be massive and you know we need people with big mindsets and and big thoughts that says you know what whatever it takes Whatever it takes, if if whatever, if I can't get there, whatever it takes, I'm going to find myself loving and being in the house of God. And as we close...